Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. So good to see you. That's awesome. I'm, rec- I'm recording, so. And I'm eating ice cream at the same time. I was going to say, put my pants on. <laughs> I believe this is episode 199. Oh, shit. I think. Yeah, I want to say this is episode 199. Let me look. Um, Dennis just had his second child like four hours ago, and he's here. I don't want to hear another excuse from anybody ever again about not showing up to recording. Where you at, Manny? Never. No excuse will ever be good enough. Dennis, Dennis's wife just gave birth to her second child. Dennis's second child. Yep, this is episode 199, and Dennis is here already, so no excuses will ever work, ever. I mean, to be fair, though, Dennis didn't actually have the baby himself. Yeah, but still, though, there... Might as well have. Jesus. A baby came out of his wife's vagina today. Yeah. Well, he's here. It's such a pretty baby, too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, my, wife, my wife, I was showing her the pictures, because uh, we're a little baby crazy right now, I was showing her the pictures. And she was like, oh, I want to touch its little ears. I want to poop its nose. <laughs> yeah. So that was what we, we looked at the picture of your baby during dinner. Like that was our dinner conversation. It was awesome. <laughs> Dennis, so- Dennis, congratulations. Now, what is the little lady's name? Her name is Eliesa. Eliesa. That, that's a pretty name. Pretty. I like it. I hope so. <laughs> kind of stuck with it now. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, it was a uh, it was a very uh, unique experience. My son was born. My wife never went into labor. She was scheduled for a C-section. He was breech and he was huge, so the doctor didn't want to take a chance on her going into labor. So we we're kind of expecting the same thing to happen this time. She was supposed to have a C-section next Wednesday. Yeah, because I, I, I thought it seemed early. Yeah, last night she started having contractions and stuff. And so like 3 o'clock this morning, we were like, all right, got to go to the hospital. So, When she was in pain, did you look at her and go, where is your Allah now? <laughs> <laughs> Allah, uh, what is it, Edward G. Robinson in, uh, ben, in uh, Moses? In Ten Commandments. In Ten Commandments. Where, where's your Moses now, eh? Where's your Moses now? That's uh, congratulations, man. That's that's amazing, and no excuse will ever be good enough because <laughs> Dennis is here. Like that's the you were the last person I thought would show up. This I I would have bet money that like Jean Luc Picard would have showed up tonight. <laughs> Someone's like, who's going to be at the recording? Patrick Stewart. Well, if I could introduce, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Who was watching your child? Oh, it was Sean Luke. Yes. <laughs> So Patrick was watching my son. That's so awesome. That's crazy. You may leave, babysitter. <laughs> Good job. Thank you, Dennis, for allowing me to watch your child for fortnight. I make my leave of you now. Good God day. Damn, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> See, in my head, I just have Magneto and, and Jean-Luc, you know, since they're like buddy-buddy now and go everywhere. Yeah. Other. They would just be back there, and we'd see somebody walking past, like stick their head around the corner. Like, excuse me, wh- where do you keep the nappies? You know? Out of Earl Grey. 
that would be an awesome Kickstarter reward. Right. But Patrick Stewart and uh, Ian McCallum come and uh, babysit your child. I don't know why they ha- they don't have like a road show, like a reality show, like where it's just them maybe like hitchhiking across the United States or something together and like having wacky adventures. Like that would be the best thing in the entire I'd watch world. it. Every- oh, yeah. they, just, they just go video bomb like on location newscasts. Like from around the country, just, you know, it's like a car accident. They're just, just kind of like, just like anything. Like they just, I would, I would watch those two guys do anything together. It's awesome. Yeah, but I want them to be dressed like. There was a series of photos that I don't know if it was because they were in a play together or something, but they were dressed kind of like nineteen forties London hobos. Yeah, yeah, like they had the the hats on and stuff. Yeah, they, yeah, they were in a play together. I think so. They need to have that look. Yeah. Whenever they're photo bombing the news crews. So they're in the background, just kind of you know like easing a, across the camera, like a lovable hobo that just hopped a, a box car, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> with you know proper British accents. Oh, this I mean, this writes itself. I don't know why we're not. And see, I keep hoping because they post so many pictures on Twitter. I do keep hoping that this is like a reality show that no, it's like ultra secret, but they've been documenting all of it. And like well, next if, fall, if it happens, we all get executive producer credit. Speaking of uh, new series, did you guys see the the teaser trailer for the new Trek series? I'm excited. It's. I mean, I don't know. It's. I I posted it on our Twitter and our Facebook. There's no no mention of who's on the ship. No mention of the ship at all. But hey, I'm in. Like, cool. (laughs) Voices. You know, new ship, new crew. New heroes, new villains. That, that could mean anything. Like that literally could mean anything. I mean, it was basically just a shot from the opening credits, almost. Yeah, yeah but it's probably not, it's just something somebody did on like I don't know what's the old uh, toaster screensaver thing. They yeah. just like, <laughs> oh. somebody just pushed it together, and yeah. I mean, it looked good. It was pretty, but it there was nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, nothing. There was a, yeah. what I heard was that they're going to be on a packed ship and <laughs> follow it around as they Samaritan snare people into giving them stuff. That's cool. See, it it could be the, the much like how the USS Intrepid was the first uh, all Vulcan crew starship for the Federation. This could be the first all Packlid crew for the Federation. <laughs> it's like they finally have 200 some odd Packlids that made it through the Academy. But everybody hates them, so they just stick them all in one ship together. <laughs> they stuck them on the, the crappiest ship to the it's, fleet. And it's, the, it's the special enterprise. <laughs> It's a regular, it's a regular enterprise, but it's just short. Yeah, it's a short. Yeah. Star Trek special ed, <laughs> and that's the captain's name is Edward. So you know, he's the most special packlet in the host. So it's not offensive. I mean, he, he really is Ed, and he's, he's special. He's the smartest packlet ever. Yes, the ship number is seventeen uh, zero. That's it. There's no other number that's short. <laughs> It's not like seventeen oh something. It's just seventeen zero. That's it. Seventeen zero. The whole series is them trying to get out of the gravitational pull of a black hole. <laughs> They're just trying to get out of dry dock. <laughs> they need things to make them go. <laughs> we make us go. Make us go. Yeah. And, it, and it goes on for seven seasons. 
it's, you know, future generations would look back and think that this was the epitome of Star Trek. And it took it to a level that had never been achieved before. 174 episodes of them stuck in dry dock. <laughs> and we podcast every one. <laughs> they almost made it out this week. <laughs> Oh, we got Genesis Oh, they crashed into the side of the space. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't leave week. until they painted. Oh, man, that guy just ran into another closed door. Or <laughs> <laughs> the one episode where the ship actually does leave dry dock, but none of them are aboard. <laughs> it goes off on autopilot. But... So they had to bring it back, and no. actually, they had to build a whole new ship. That was season. Season four was the rebuilding year. That was the cliffhanger. Yeah. Anyway, now even shorter. <laughs> we made it from spare parts. Let's uh, let's talk about this episode of DS. Now, what is this episode of DS Nine called, anyway? Nagus, isn't it? What's up, my, my Nagus? No, in a, that's offensive. <laughs> we, so, we made so many Nagus jokes, and we were like, I'm, I'm so uncomfortable. This is going to be on the show tonight. We can't make any of these yeah. jokes. Yeah, this is the one where Quark is the head Nagus in charge. I'm, it's, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> we're going to have... Uh, like no one when they were writing this episode didn't go can we change this it's because <laughs> you have a bunch of old white guys at paramount writing this show they had no clue maybe I they, think, uh, they they actually had a special theme song for this and they had dmx write it niggas want to fly niggas want to ride <laughs> Maybe the guy who wrote this episode was a racist, but he 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 got cold feet at the last minute. It was like, I'm just gonna erase a G and we'll be good. <laughs> uh, hey, He's actually a the black frangier niggas. Hey, hey Steve, <laughs> can you come here for a minute, please? Yeah, what is it? Um how do you pronounce that word? <laughs> what word? Uh that word right there. That appears seventy-eight times in this script. How do you pronounce that word? <laughs> How do you think we should pronounce that? <laughs> um, no, that wasn't the question. Steve. They just gave it to Armin Shimmerman. They're like, "Here, say this word. <laughs> However you say it, is how we will do it." Oh. <laughs> Avery Brooks sees the script and is like, "Hey, wait a second. <laughs> Is this about me? Is this about me? Mm. No. But Randy, Randy Marsh didn't get it right, though. <laughs> <laughs> totally embarrassed himself on national TV. Yeah. It's, a, again, a little too close for comfort here. Yeah. And just over and over. I mean, it's, they're walking around. At least they didn't make Cisco the Grand Nagus. <laughs> that would have been a little too. He would have looked good in the purple coat with the golden-headed cane. I mean, so I, it's it's N A G U S, and how do you pronounce that? Nagus. 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 No, it's, it's, it's too much. And every time you ask him for something, you have to say Nagus, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. 
<laughs> and if you're Ferengi, of course, then you would refer to my Nagus. Um, <laughs> you're not allowed to say that word, Ben. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 It's this whole episode is just making me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a hate hey, crime. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of earlobe stroking in this episode too. I mean, like, self-stroking. And it's weird, too, because the grand N-word, uh, <laughs> he dresses like a pimp. Yep. Like, yeah. he's, got, he's got a septa. Like, he looks yeah. like Huggy Bear from, like, Starsky and Hutch. It's like they raided the old Starsky and Hutch co- costume. Yeah. It's like, oh, And he's a Sicilian somehow. Yeah. yeah. Wear, wear Huggy Bear's outfits. Like, no, dude, this is all wrong. Like, there's... No, he's, he's space huggy bear. Yeah, okay. he totally is. He's space huggy bear. What makes it bad for me though is that I saw Huggy Bear playing a different pimp on Kolchak. Literally last was it last night last we were watching night, yeah. Zombie. Uh, he's on an episode of the old Kolchak series, and he it was like before Starsky and Hutch. It was like his proto pimp stage. Now, where do you see this show? Is it on Netflix? Yes, yes, it is. I'll have to check that out. Well, the two movies. Yeah, the two movies are not. But the ser- the twenty episodes of the series are now. What is the show called that you be loving? Kolchak the Kol- Night Stalker. Kolchak. K-O-L-C-A-K. Okay, that, that show is fantastic, and it's similar to Columbo in its vein. Yes, like it's just about like a detective, ah. about a detective solving murder. No, no, he, he's a newspaper man, and he just stumbles into the paranormal all the time. Yeah, the newspaper man. Interesting. Okay, I'll have to check Worst that out. Superhero ever. It sounds fun. It sounds fun. It sounds interesting. He dresses in newspapers. He also actually showed up on an episode of uh, Justice League Unlimited. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cameo. Because, because uh, for some reason, Netflix. You know how Netflix likes to recommend things. Mm-hmm. They, they've recommended uh, the parrot. The p- parrot. P a r o p r o. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I'm not French. I don't know. I'm not yeah. fancy. Well, he's not, he's not French I'm, either. I'm a dumb American. Uh, um, but yeah, so and that show reads like a Columbo. Like it's, uh, I thought it was in the same vein. A, a little. He, he's kind of hoity-toity. He, too much for uh, Columbo. He and Columbo would not get along. But they That's would. That's not the uh, the um guy with the mustache. Yeah, Perot. Yeah, Perot. Ross Perot. Oh, okay. I thought I, I <laughs> yeah. thought it was like the uh, masterpiece theater guy, whatever yeah. the Belgian dude. Yeah, the Belgian dude. Yeah, I guess that's Christie. Oh, so it is. So it is masterpiece theater. <laughs> masterpiece theater. Yeah. I thought it used to come on Mystery on PBS. I don't remember, man. I don't PBS remember. had uh, yeah, they had yeah, Mystery right. on Thursday nights. Hey, look, now you're just boring me. All right. I can get the masterpiece theater uh, song queued up. I, I got it. All right. So, um, are we? We're gonna review the episode because this one. Oh, yeah. This one is. Uh, I'm gonna say, huh? huh? I liked it. Okay, so Anton, do you have your notes? I have some notes, but okay. not a lot. Some notes are fine. We did. I don't even think the last two episodes that you were gone, we even talked about the episodes. Like, yeah. I don't even think we mentioned them. <laughs> And I'm really no, we, we we said the show title. And I'm really excited about this too, by the way. Future Quest. Oh, that's awesome. oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, it came out today. Nice. Space Ghost? Yes. Yeah. It's, all the, it's all the Hanna Barbera. There's Space Ghost and Johnny Quest and like the Herculoids? Herculoids and like Frank Frankenstein Jr. and stuff. It's awesome. 
Oh, that's amazing. Wow. It's like on one team. It's gonna and that's DC Comics did that? Yeah, they, they have the rights to Hanna-Barbera. They rebooted um, like Wacky Races and um, Scooby-Doo in like a post-apocalyptic thing, which seems kind of yeah. stupid. But then this one is more kind of along the lines of the original Hanna-Barbera characters. Now, does that have the new DC logo or the... Uh, the old one. It's got oh, okay. the older one. I don't like the uh, new one. Eh, if you turn the new one sideways, it looks like one of the Funko Pop figures. <laughs> cool. Somebody said it looks like Deadpool's logo. Yeah, kind of. DC's like, try to cash in any way they can after the disaster that was Superman. Gotta do it, gotta do it. All right, I went to saw that in theaters. How anyway. was it? Um, honestly, not as shitty as I was expecting. I, I saw that and I saw Civil War back-to-back. Clement I took the day off after my birthday, uh, so the 10th. Um, nice. And I saw them both back to back. The Batman Superman, it it honestly read like um, somebody had read Kingdom Come, a laughing joke. Like a lot of the, the bigger trade paperbacks that you would find in like a normal bookstore, not a comic shop. Yeah. And then took cliff notes from them <laughs> and told them to somebody who made a movie. Ah. Like, like it's, it's like scenes from major moments kind of squished together as if somebody was yeah. trying to, to relate these moments from 30 years of history. Into You're not selling me on it, though. Yeah, it, it, it looked really I'm, cool. I'm guessing that seeing Captain America after that kind of elevated your opinion of Batman versus Superman. Maybe. Captain America's Civil War was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, and it, it had a lot of good moments, but it was also a lot of talking heads. But then I realized afterwards that Batman Superman is two hours and 40-some minutes, and Captain America's Civil War is two hours and 22 minutes. So I had been sitting in a theater for all day, literally. Yeah. And no I more talky-talky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, somebody <laughs> blew something up. Somebody figured out that Spider-Man actually has more lines of dialogue in Civil War than <laughs> Superman had in Batman v Superman. I saw that. Yeah. And, and I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan. I'm a Spider-Man fan of that guy. Like, that yeah. was a, a, he was a phenomenal Spider-Man mm-hmm. character. Or like really I, I, good. I love it when he starts to tell his origin and Tony Stark says, eh, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, fun. finally! It was like good. We, we get it. There's been three series about you, man. Like, everybody understands. Parents are nobody cares. Bring it back to Spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. Go, go wrestle Macho Man Randy Savage because that's the only thing I cared about in that first movie. No, I, I don't care, man. Bonesaw. I don't care. Anybody going going those, those first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies are phenomenal. I, I think I'll agree on the second one. The second one is amazing. The second one is probably my favorite superhero movie. It's so yeah, like it's so it's perfect. I thought Alfred Marina, Molina was was pretty great, dude. He was yeah, he was amazing. Like that whole movie, like all of it was just like Tobey Maguire. The dude, I don't mind Tobey. I like Tobey Maguire. I got no beef with that guy. He's not just, handsome. Like the new Peter or the newer Peter Parker, that British guy was way too handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peter Parker, like Peter Parker is not that attractive. <laughs> He's too cool. Yeah, there's a scene. What are you about? He dates models, man. That guy's. He's a superstar. Yeah, Peter, <laughs> Peter picked her up because she, you know, because that was his neighbor forever. They had like an, an intimacy. I know. You know? There, there was a scene where Doc Ock kidnaps Mary Jane, right? And as he's 
walking out of like the restaurant where Peter and Mary Jane were, and he's up on like two of his tentacles or is what he's walking on, and he's got her in another one, and his arm throws back, and the sun comes. To, it looked like a panel out of yeah. like classic. <laughs> And it just it it that that scene won me for the whole see movie. and talking about what Anton was saying like I felt the Watchmen was that way too that Zack Schneider did like looking at it you're like holy smokes this looks just like the comic it's crazy yeah. uh-huh. and people complained about oh. it mm. you know what I mean like mm, what's happening here Watchmen <laughs> yeah and then the ending being yeah, not like, the ending bugged me where's where's this movie going <laughs> what is there's, I don't know. I liked it. Uh, they, they, just, they just dumbed it down, and I understand that they had to, but I mean, like, I think the idea of, like, grim and gritty superheroes is so kind of just so passe at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's just everybody's that way. Like, uh, it's, you know, when that's what made Watchmen cool was that at the time it was it, – you didn't see a lot of heroes portrayed in that fashion almost. Right. You know? I mean, there's a time and a place for a town and a story, and – if you're trying to project the tone of, of something grim and gritty, then you need more time to develop. In my part, this is just my opinion. Um, you need more time to develop the 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 care uh, for the character that's experienced in turmoil. Like if you're gonna give a shit that it's dark and gritty, you need to care about the character. There no, needs I agree. To be some kind of conflict, and it has to be emotional. It can't. I mean, this guy's fucking Superman. This guy's fucking Batman. Batman can beat everybody. Superman is strong as hell. So there's not a lot of conflict there. That, that well, but that's the. Go ahead, Ben. Well, here's my thing: is that it was it Dark Knight Returns where we have the big Batman versus Superman fight right in the eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. Frank Miller's DK. Yeah. Yeah. And so when that happens, that's after 50 years of these guys being heroes and being best friends. This is after 30, 40 years of world's finest comics where every month these guys were like besties going, Hey, let's team up and stop this guy. Yay. All right. Hey, let's go play baseball with our sidekicks. I mean, that was, that was what we were yeah. coming out of, and then all of a sudden they're killing each other. This movie, there was not. It's like when uh, in in Star Trek, yeah. the 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 Kirk Spock thing. When the original Star Trek two happened, and Spock dies. Spoilers. Rapicon. <laughs> what? Like, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's a statute of limitations. If you haven't fucking saw Khan yet, so, I hate you. Wait a minute. Oh. So that's what that Christmas ornament was about. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It all makes sense now. I thought it was a call from a prison payphone. <laughs> <laughs> that scene from Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> that's what I so, thought it was. Uh, it was it was, you know, they have ships movie night on the Enterprise and they show that. <laughs> seen over and over and it just it got to them but my thing is that they uh they kill they kill spock <laughs> and after 50 years of or not 50 years at this point is yeah, uh, yeah yeah 20 years 20 something years of or 17 years all right so 17 years of saving each other's lives right <laughs> and they're, they're best friends they they you can't get a closer friendship than this when it happens in the new movie, they had one movie together where they hated each other. They didn't get along too great in this movie, but now at the end, they're bestie friends, and it, it's supposed to have an emotional impact. But it just well, doesn't. Yeah. But now in Civil War, when Tony Stark and Steve Rogers fight Iron Man, Captain America, we've got eight years of these characters. 
Right. We've got to know them, and we know how close they were. I mean, in Age of Ultron, when we see Tony's greatest fear is dead Captain America with a broken shield, and that's part of his whole trauma. These guys are close, and we feel that because we've been on that journey with them. Mm-hmm. Well, my issue in Batman and Superman is there's 17 minutes between Batman going, I'm going to stab you with this thing, and Superman getting stabbed with something, and Batman going, oh, no, you've been stabbed. <laughs> you were just going to stab him with a thing. Like, it hasn't been 20 minutes. It was like, Don't you remember? <laughs> don't you re- you're the world's greatest detective. You, this literally just happened. You're 10 feet from where this happened. You're the stabby. Like, you're the original stabbier. <laughs> Somebody stabbed him for you. What? <laughs> I, I highly recommend everybody go see uh, or look on the YouTubes for how it should have ended. Okay. And uh, for the uh, Batman v Superman, because that's that, that, that's a, a better telling of it. If you want to watch a good Batman and Superman movie, just watch the cartoon that came out a couple years ago with like uh, Tim Daly and uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Conroy, those guys. It's, yeah. That one's really good. I saw it at Target for five bucks and I almost bought it. That's on Netflix right now. It's uh, uh, part of the – or no, Amazon. Part okay. of the Amazon it's on show. Amazon? I'll watch that. It's what really great. Public Enemies one? Yeah. No, this is a different no. one. This, this is one from like when they were doing the animated series. You're talking about the one with the Joker and the smi- the flying V and all I that think stuff. So. Yeah, that's, on, that's on Amazon as well. That's uh, I think it's actually called Batman. Batman Superman. Yeah, it's called Batman and Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty rad. You should watch that. It's really good. Yeah, Joker and Lex are in it, and it's really well done because, I mean, could, it's Hamill. So. You could watch it three times in the amount of time it would take you to watch Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice. All right, so let's get down to the uh, Star Trek finally, 29 minutes later. Okay, so uh, so the episode starts off and we've got Jake and um, Cisco, and they're getting real uh, kind of, I wouldn't say grumpy, but there's definitely some parental spatting going on. Yes. Um, you know, and Cisco's asking Jake where he's going. Jake's like, oh, I've, I've got to go out. i got things to do. Where are you going, motherfucker? He's, you know, he's going to go hang with Nog. Hang with um, my niggas. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Too close. It's too close. It's too hurt me. It's wrong. It's just wrong. Steve, so, uh, Steve, pronounce that word. Nagus. 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 So uh, we jump from uh, from Jake and Cisco to we just change the N to an M, and you've got Magus, and that's cool. Like this is the Grand Magus. Like that's fun. Am I the only one who wishes that Jake had a uh, friend who was the Fat Man instead of <laughs> yes. Dog? So it's Jake and Fat Man, yeah, that'd be fantastic. And he's hanging out with Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Magus TV. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been cool. We've got Jake and the Batman, and there's Spencer, and I'm off. <laughs> uh, was Robert Urich still alive? He was still yeah, alive. He was still alive because yeah. he yeah. came back in the 90s. He died in 2000, I think. Yeah, because remember, he was on the love boat. He was the captain of the new love boat for a while. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. There was a new love boat? Mm-hmm. He was the captain. It was love boat, the next generation. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's great is uh, FX when it first came out as a as a channel they used to show that show Vegas. Yes, that's an awesome that show. Was, that was a great show. Yeah, that was like the love boat for a new generation. Yeah, like people just showed up at this casino and then they had to be and then uh, just to Robert, 
punch him in the face. Well, he was in it, but then Sonny Corleone was in it first, wasn't he? Wasn't James Caan in it initially? Oh, that's, no, that's the new. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the 70s show called Vegas. Oh, the yeah. 70s Vegas? Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the 70s. Like Vegas with a dollar sign. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the James Conn Vegas because that one was just fun because he didn't care. Yeah. I need a check. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just paying. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my misery money ran out. Uh, <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great film. Yeah. James Conn. Uh, but yeah, so anywho, so yeah, so Quark uh, is just doing Quark stuff, you know. Yeah, so uh, he's kicking it. Well, Quark has given uh, Rom the business uh, because Rom has returned some the lady's s- money. The space knight. <laughs> That's the awesome. Space. <laughs> Rom the space knight showed up. That's so cute. How great would this show be if Rom actually was Rom the space knight instead of Ferengi guy? What if they just raised Rom the Space Knight as a Ferengi? Tell him that he wasn't a Ferengi. Yeah, he's a Galadorian orphan. Right. Who was raised on Ferenginar. The oven mitts for hands. <laughs> and then the die rats show up and start kicking everybody's ass. What is happening? Or he starts accusing everybody of being a die rat. Like, no, you're a die rat. You're a die rat. This is such a niche like conversation. I. I'd be surprised if 10 people know what we're talking about, right? No, Rom's making a comeback, dude. He's like Pogs. <laughs> okay, like Alf. That's six people know what we're talking about now. In Pog form. Oh, Alf is fantastic. I've seen yeah. all three of the made-for-TV movies. He's making a comeback in Pog form. <laughs> this summer, you too can join the adventure. It's a Simpsons joke. Yeah. Do you remember Alf? He's back in pog form. So anyway. Um, so yeah, Ron, uh, no, the Space, the space Knight. Business. Um, and then, uh, he's giving the Space Knight the space business. All of a sudden. This, you, uh, you can always tell when he's peeping on you through your window because the red eyes. The red <laughs> eyes are always there. His toaster head. <laughs> Why is there a toaster looking at me? <laughs> Wait, is this, is this Space Nine or Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> Confused. What is happening here? Oh man! So this other Ferengi shows up, and this other Ferengi is like, uh, "Hey man, um, you know, I, are you Quark?" And Quark's like, "Yeah." And he's like, uh, "Okay, cool. Uh, the Grand Nagus is here to see Yo, you." Yo, meet my Nag. <laughs> <laughs> my Nagus is here. Yeah. And Quark is like, "Oh shit! Oh no!" Nagus who? Nagus <laughs> what? What? And he's like, uh, oh no, what is he? You know, what, what does he want? And this, uh, this he's, dude, and he's just an old perv. Like yeah. he, just, he just wants to like get an old man boner. He's like, I want to go in the holodeck and I want to use all five of your favorite, uh, your favorite programs uh, for as long as I want. And, Isn't that uh, creepy, man? Like, is is that weird? Like, no, it's real weird. Yeah. It's real weird because that old dude's gonna go. Uh, yeah. I, don't right, know. I have a question. Do pretty much like all of the programs in these hollow suites, like, is it pretty much just all porn? Yes. Well, like, see, that's, that's the only term. Like, yes. baseball. Like, I don't even understand why we're, why, why <laughs> is this even a question? question? Yes. Well, you got to like, think about yes. The baseball ones are to make, they're to make you last longer in the porn ones. It, it all ends up with insertion. <laughs> yeah. Like, even the baseball ones. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Crisco, Crisco, uh, Crisco, hello, no, Cisco, Cisco. <laughs> Not if you're using a baseball bat, my friends. Mm. But anyway, um, 
No, the thing is, though, is that if this is the Old West, if this is supposed to be like Dodge City, this is gun smoke in space where, you know, we, we are at the station and the promenade is, is Main Street, you know, and all that. Well, Corks is the saloon. And it's and a brothel. Just, yeah, well, yeah. And, and just like in Gunsmoke, nobody talked about the fact that Miss Kitty is the madam. And she probably had all of her working girls, a.k.a. whores, uh, <laughs> You know, so that's that's what Quirks is. And the Dabo girls, they get you all worked up, and then you go upstairs to the hollow suite, and you uh, relieve some tension. But why don't you just bring them with you, the Dabo yeah, girls? That's, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, no, well, that, I, want, I want to do this for reasons. No, 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 no. This is the future. That that doesn't happen. That's dumb. That would be inappropriate. <laughs> it's like being married. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, and and beat off yep. by yourself. Yeah, exactly. And shame. <laughs> yeah. Go watch baseball. And you know, Quark's recording all this stuff, and he just uses his blackmail. Yeah. And you know, yeah, he has a personal gratification. I can't wait for that episode where he's like, "So, President Scroob of <laughs> Deep Space Four, you're, you've come to my hut. Oh, that's right. Check. Well, hmm, let's see what we have here on you." <laughs> That is the only reason why Odo hasn't arrested him yet. Yes. That one night, That's Odo got mm-hmm. space drunk. And him and Riker get and some No, and he, he, he shapeshifted into a chair at elementary school. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! He thought it was the teacher's lounge. That was his excuse. Yeah. Uh, uh, teacher's uh, lounge? Uh, elementary school. <laughs> And he got mopped up by the janitor's bucket. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow. And now we know why he sleeps in a bucket. Um, <laughs> so then the intro pops on. And then uh, the next thing we know, we're at the school. And I know personally, as I was watching this, uh, I was like, oh, no, Keiko's going to show up. But no, it's Keiko. Fine. Yeah, like, why can why is he the substitute? I don't understand. Yeah. Isn't there more important things for him to be doing like than just loving? <laughs> Yeah, there's like shit breaking on the space station later on, and I'm yeah. like, he's too busy fucking teaching the elementary school. Because it's already so. been kind of, uh, I guess, in canon that this place is falling apart at the seams mm-hmm. every second, and he's just pressing play on a fucking overhead projector. <laughs> These kids to learn something. <laughs> you know, heads up, seven up with like the forty kids uh, on fucking DS9, and then up late because there were like there were like three or four kids last time we saw the school, and now this place is like packed out with children. gestation, baby. You don't know how they're, long uh, they're bussing in the Bajoran kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to get that grant money, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they lost all the uh, federal money because they made everybody use the right bathroom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a very controversial episode. You missed that, Anton. That was I think two weeks ago. A very special Deep Space Nine. Yeah. It's not really on Netflix. It's one of the ones you have to have bootlegged. Uh, I had the VHS, and we all watched it. <laughs> the shit I miss. Yeah, dude, you really do. Um, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, Miles is teaching a bunch of kids, and and uh, he's asking – he asks Nog, uh, where is so, so, kids, um, how would you cover up a murder? <laughs> if, if you accidentally killed your wife all the way from Earth <laughs> – just an accident, and the body was disintegrated. How would you answer these questions? <laughs> um, where were you on that? 
who would like to volunteer for a practical exercise in the field? <laughs> um, See that shuttlecraft? Blow it up. We're going on a excavation. Uh, well, normally on excavations, don't you dig things up? No, no, no. We're putting stuff in the ground to make it. Because <laughs> in a thousand years, it'll come back. Time capsule. <laughs> it'll be a fossil or something. like. So, no. <laughs> this, is a, this is a phaser set to kill. <laughs> Who wants to touch it? Specifically <laughs> in this area with your, your little thumbs. Go ahead. Go. Oh, there you go. Hey, look, this is an earth trash bag. Who would like to touch that? And a shovel? Hmm? Anybody? <laughs> so, uh... What are you well, watching, Dennis? The Mets. Oh, yeah, they're losing. Yeah, the losers. So what's three to one, four to one, five to one? Five, five to one. Five to one. So that means we're losing some dude there with an old school Expos hat on, though. Nice. Good for that guy. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. So, uh, so yeah, so Miles, uh, he's yelling at, at Nog for not having his homework, and Nog yes. is lying and, and, and gets Jake to lie for him. The Vulcans yeah. ate his homework. Yeah, the Vulcans ate his homework was the excuse. Was because they're not ethical. Well, they love eating paper. Now, I know, I know that Spock was supposed to be in the circus right next to the dog-faced boy, but still, this is kind of a stretch. No. <laughs> and I'm, I'm loving the, uh, the, the tablets that they have. Like, he, Jake had, when he's getting ready for school, he had like a stack yeah. of oh, it like pads. a pad or something? Yeah. Right, and it's like, what the hell is this? And then dogs just... eight megabytes of data. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you can put a book... On each one of these pads, because yeah. everybody says, "Oh, Star Trek: Next Generation invented uh, the iPad." It's like, no, they didn't, because they couldn't think of putting more than one book. Like on, on my phone, I've got twelve books. All right, bragging. I mean, geez, well, I'm, that's not bragging. I can I have. They're all unread, Ben. <laughs> oh, they're all read. They're all uh, Kolchak short porn. stories. Not the color. Porn. <laughs> not, not the color. <laughs> Where is the bear? Good night, Mo. Red shoe diaries. Red. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, gray. I've got the dinosaur and his mommy, and I cry every night when I go to bed reading it because, you know, I don't have a mommy that's just right for me. No. Oh, oh my God. Would it be a fucking downer, Ben? Yeah. Oh, my ass. Jenny can be your mommy. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the fuck. The fucking meme going around today on Facebook had me dying back with Civil War when it shows uh, Winter Soldier when he's he's choking uh, <laughs> uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. Oh my god! And he has she, she has the whole thing of you know choke me, Daddy, and he stops. And he's like what? <laughs> like all confused. Harder. Mm, I was hoping that scene was in the movie because I haven't seen it yet. I was going to rush to the theaters. Yeah. <laughs> my son's sleeping pretty good right now. I can just take off my pants. <laughs> Two hours and 20 minutes would be fine. Sir, sir, why are you taking off your pants when you're walking into the theater? <laughs> hey, shut up. Winter Soldier, Black Widow. <laughs> oh, oh yes. That's, that's, don't forget the Kleenex. <clears throat> So anywho, so um So yeah, so then we uh we go back to Quirks and um Quirk is trying to figure out why the Grand Negus is there and he thinks he wants to <laughs> thinks he wants to buy his uh 
Mickey wants to buy his boar. And he's all bummed out because he knows he's not going to get what he should get for because the Grand Nagus is (laughs) – I feel so uncomfortable saying that word. I just don't like it. Um, Whatever, but that's neither here nor there. So, yeah, so he's all bummed out and freaking – and then uh, the Grand Nagus uh, comes out of his uh, his hollow suite, and he's like wiping his mouth, and he's like, "Oh, I had a good time. It was satisfactory." And the, and the, and he's played brilliantly by that guy. Like well, we all know, like it's a Sicilian, from, uh, inconceivable. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's the inconceivable mm-hmm. guy from uh, yeah. Right. Nobody knows his name. Like it's his name the, is uh, like, the blackjack dealer from Vegas Vacation. Yeah. yeah. He's that guy. Like, that's what he is. Like, he's been typecast in the worst way. Like, Harrison Ford was typecast as, like, this swashbuckling, like, dazzling man. And this guy was just typecast as, like, some swarmy piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what character actors do. He's not a leading man. <laughs> no. Now, he was in, uh, what was it, uh, My Dinner with Andre? Yes, he was in My Dinner with Andre. That's right. And he did a great job at that. Uh. And he was in Toy Story. And he was in Toy Story. What was he in Toy Story? I think he was Was in the dinosaur. No, the dinosaur. The The dinosaur. dinosaur. That's it. That's the whole barrel. (laughs) Yes, okay. That guy's great. Very long career. He's got a very long career. And a horrible laugh, though, because when he was in the hollow suite, (laughs) he had that. This real high, shrill laugh, and it's like that's no, that's the sound that his uh, penis makes when he's jacking. For any physiology, they actually have vocal cords that run along the urethra. Yeah. So when they ejaculate, <laughs> it screams. Um, so, you're, so wait, wait, you're saying your yours doesn't do that? <laughs> <laughs> I would well, love to have a screaming. I, I had penis. mine removed uh, because should, they were too loud. I should re- I should really get to a doctor then, if that's not natural. <laughs> That's why you use a. So that's what that noise was in Civil War. <laughs> I thought I heard somebody screaming back there. I think you also uh, heard it in your room last night. So, oh, see, that's why you you should always have a pillow handy. It's the poor man's silencer. Either a pillow or a potato. Here, hang on, I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom. Hot pocket works really well too. Hot pocket. <laughs> that's more than. And I don't understand the potato. <laughs> You, oh, I thought you were talking about like shoving the potato in your urethra. We got it. What about this? Don't you cash it first? <laughs> no, no they scream not in the eye, Jenny. Come on. <laughs> this is where it comes from. My God, I thought you were Irish too. <laughs> That's, That's how. But I don't have a dick. <laughs> ah. Oh. Well, that can also power a clock radio, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Or a cock radio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that joke wasn't very becoming. Um, <laughs> so anyways. The uh, Ferengi screaming cock. The, the Ferengi screaming cock. Uh, that sounds like a mixed drink that I really want to have. Um, like you go to a bar. I don't think you, I want that. you go to Quark's and you ask for a Ferengi <laughs> screaming cock. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Buck says it has Jameson in it. I'm just saying. When you, you know, it's one of the ones that you it like. Sounds more like a yeah. than anything. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Will got the um, screaming cock. I mean, that comes with the drink. <laughs> you drink the drink and you get it. That's what they call it. That. Just it's, it's, Riker sticks his dick in everything. Yeah. 
It's a very high price drink, and we're not talking about money. (laughs) (laughs) Some things penicillin don't cure. Thankfully, there's space penicillin. (laughs) Case of the Frankie screaming cat can't come to work today. Penicillin worked good on my uh, my gonorrhea, but my space gonorrhea. It's time for space penicillin. (laughs) You from Space Pfizer. You thought Big Pharma was bad? Space Pharma. It's it's out there. There's nothing bigger than space. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's gonna be great. It's the best space. It's the best space there is. It's the biggest space. Believe me. It's huge. What? Why won't you believe me? It's gonna be huge. Huge space, space pharma. Believe me. So, uh, did anybody else think it was weird that the Frangies were eating with chopsticks? Oh, when they eat maggots, they eat with chopsticks. That's yeah. the first time I think I've seen Frangie dietary customs. Well, but yeah, it, it, grubs. Yeah, it's. They reminded me of the uh, grubs from the uh, first season of TNG. Mm. When you know the 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 little Nick conspiracy guys. Yeah, the conspiracy yeah. guys, when they sat down to eat, and everybody's like, oh, dig in. And Picard's like, oh, maggots are in my food. <laughs> and everybody else was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then they all look over at Riker, and Riker's like, oh, mm, these are fresh. Let me taste this phaser shot. Yeah. And, you know, you killed people. But, yeah, so nobody killed anybody in this one. They just ate the maggots. Well, no, because the Grand Nagus was really enjoying his tube grubs and got all pissed off when somebody took them away from him because they were chilled to perfection. And he was like, oh, Quark, you're so awesome. Yeah. Uh, I do admire the Frankie for having a lazy Susan, too. Like, they're going really hard on this Chinese motif for the Frankie chopsticks and a lazy Susan. Yeah, they've even got the little wooden bowls. I mean, it was just, it was fun. It was fun. Um, And then we get into a little bit about how, uh, I guess, Quark fucked his cousin Barbo over. Uh, on a deal. I forget who they said it was with. It's not in my notes, but uh, Quirk made a a gun running deal um, and then sold his cousin out so he could take all the profit. And that's a good thing in Ferengi culture because profit comes before family. Yes. Um, And so, you know, uh, the Grand Negus is like, oh, Quirk, you're so great. You know, you've got the lobes for it and you're, uh, you know, your your cousin ended up in a attainment center. Uh, and he's like, so, you know, I, I also think you're awesome because you opened a uh, bar next to the wormhole and that's really, you know, great and showed brilliant foresight um, yeah. because he didn't even know that the wormhole was going to be there. Yeah, his son's all pissed off about that because he's like, he didn't even know there was going to be a wormhole. How, how is that? Who cares? And he's like, ah, oh, that was the foresight. Oh, there could be a wormhole. <laughs> he has the lobes for it. He sensed it. Like, we should have known something was up then, because there's no way that he could have known. And right. there's no way that that's a good thing. Yeah. He just, whatever. He's 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 stroking uh, his lobes right there. He's, yeah. He's just... Oh, yeah, that was the other thing that I noticed, is that, like, they're basically they're using ears and lobes as, like, a euphemism for balls. And cock. Yeah. Like, and oh, the... ears for that. I'm like, the first time they said it, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I was like, oh... That's that's their balls. So basically, whenever they're doing this, like they're they're touching their ears. They're stroking. They're off. Doing those dudes on the street. You know those guys that stand on the side of the street and yell at you all the time. They're like, "Hey, my friend. Hey, what are you looking at?" Those guys. 
You know, they always mm-hmm. have hands on their crotch, like, all the time. Yeah, that's the same thing. You've been in Newport News too long, Anton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. Because it's a constant. <laughs> you got to stay out of those numbered streets. <laughs> Don't go to the numbered streets. I can't get away from a man. Yeah, I that's can't. where the niggas lives. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the Nagus double ACP is going to be on our ass for that one. <laughs> yeah, the Frankie Council knows me by faith and name. <laughs> uh, you know, and the crazy thing, though, is that I'm from Alabama. And mm-hmm. I was living in Alabama when this show aired. And, like, <laughs> I was watching this show in Alabama. Never made this connection that you guys are making tonight. <laughs> But you thought of it earlier when we were watching when it. When we were watching it. And so I got to think uh, between Dork Trek and living amongst these northerners up here in Virginia. <laughs> Wait, what are we going to say? <laughs> living amongst the Nagus? <laughs> living amongst the what? <laughs> Which when I was in boot camp and there were some Ferengis. And I'd never been around Ferengis that much when I was a kid. And, you know, Nagus was a bad word in my house. And I heard a couple of Fringies start dropping uh, the Nagus bomb behind me. I dropped and hid under my rag because I thought, you know, a race war is about to start. And I didn't want my white ass to be involved in it. But the Fringie were calling each other Nagus. And it was like, what? Everything I know is a lie. <laughs> and it was all because of uh, moving off the farm. I- <laughs> I was exposed to less racism on the farm in Alabama than I have been on this show and uh, in this town. Well, I'm glad we can broaden your horizons, my yeah. friend. Yeah. I'm really raise the standard for you. I, I, I crossed that dark horizon, and uh, why is it going to be a dark horizon? <laughs> I don't know. Why is, it, why is the horizon going to be dark all of a sudden, man? Why is the night got to be dark? I, I don't know. And full of tears. I, I have no idea what's going. Anyway, so let's move on. <laughs> he, he likes he likes his grub worms. He <laughs> likes Quark. His son's a jealous little bitch. Um, oh yeah, he totally is. And like uh, he keeps kind of trying to downplay everything that Quark's done. And I mean, to his credit, Quark is is a really skeezy dude, but he hasn't really pulled off a whole hell of a lot of magical shit in the uh, in the time he's been there. And then we get a. Uh, Go ahead. Isn't that a Hollywood trope, the magical Nagus? Or is that something else? <laughs> Just stop. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Oh, that was good. Um, so then uh, Nog is getting kind of pissed off because he's kind of being used as a, like a little servant boy. And he's like, I got to go. I got to go. I have to do my homework. And so, you know, he gets kind of yelled at for, for doing things that humans are doing because uh, the Grand Nagus is like, what is, what is the homework? Um, and they're explaining to him that a, a female human teacher is, uh, is teaching the, uh, the child Ferengi uh, things. And the Nagus is like, no, 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 you don't, you don't do that. Um, that's not how our culture works. No, so, no, son, no. He almost puked his grubs up. Yeah. So disgusted. Shocked. And then uh, the the Nagus tells Cork uh, that he needs his bar, and Cork is like, "Damn it, he's going to buy my bar." And he's like, "For an important conference." Ha <laughs> ha! Tricked you. And then Cork's like, "Okay." Why did I pause there? <laughs> no he's reason. Like, uh, he's like, "All right, man. Well, uh, 
you can uh, you can go ahead and uh, be at the meeting that I'm going to have to this important conference. And so Cork is like, "Ooh, me, okay." And then we get this uh, really fun scene with uh, with Miles and Cisco, where uh, Cisco is working or Miles is working on something very important, and Cisco just kind of walks up and he's like, "Hey, man, how you like school? You like it? You like teaching school?" And uh, and Miles is like, "Well, uh, Keiko's gone." So I have to do it. Not really explaining where the hell his wife is. Doesn't really make sense. I don't understand why he's the assistant teacher. Like, it's not like he's covering up the murder. No, but the thing is, it's like, but I'm okay. But just for an example, murder aside, yes, we all know what he's referring to. But like, my wife is a photographer, okay? Like, if she's sick, I don't go into work and take pictures of her. Like, that doesn't happen. Like, just because you were married. You should you should try that one day. It'd be really funny, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm sorry, she's sick today. So I'm the photographer. I'm the photographer today. So you know that's how it normally works in society, uh, right? uh, Mr. France, what are these? These are all just selfies. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, I thought that's what you did all day. Uh, Is this a picture of your dick? Maybe. No, there's several pictures of my dick. (laughs) These are a whole uh, hard drive. Well, no. <laughs> these these Very three are hard. these three are not mine, but the, yeah, the, starting at the fourth one, that's mine. Yeah, but yeah. So it's like I don't understand why just because his wife isn't there, he's got to teach. Like it doesn't make any sense. Isn't his obligation to Starfleet like the board? Like engineer, got to repair this stuff. I got to go teach, dude. Maybe he maybe, he's got to repair their minds. Yeah, maybe he was watching Dangerous Minds on like. <laughs> Netflix or whatever, and he just got way into it. And it was like, I gotta help these kids. <laughs> like, Miles, you're an engineer. Either that or stand and deliver. Yeah. Like he's, he's How like, do I reach these children? How do I reach these children? Like, Miles, I don't understand. You're, you gotta fix the replicator, man. Like, this is, not, I gotta teach. How do I reach these children? Yes. You need to learn calculus. No, I can't read. <laughs> um, so then uh, we get to this grand conference and it's all these Ferengi kind of bowing to each other and sitting at this table. And I, I think the table looks really awesome because it looks like one of those um, Christmas trees that you hang from your mirror in the car that makes mm-hmm. your car smell really good. Ah, uh, yes. That's, that's what the table I'm looks like. Forest. <laughs> Maybe the room smells like that. Maybe it's an old Ferengi trick. Could be. In the laws of acquisition, it's to sit at a table that's shaped like a airframe. <laughs> we we have found years ago that that the uh, the pine fresh scent would help calm negotiation, <laughs> and it was very calming at this meeting. The calm would lead to a full sense of security, making it easier to take advantage of our of our negotiation situations. <laughs> Like when they excuse my penis sound. (laughs) (laughs) The negotiations were going quite well. (laughs) I would make a Ferengi ejaculate. I have to see a doctor about this thing. It just keeps going off at the strangest time. (laughs) What if it got the hiccups? That'd be fantastic. The thing is, like, uh, what the hiccups? When the Ferengis are, when they're all together, I guess Ferengi, I guess would be the appropriate, the Ferengi. Ferengi. When they're all together like this, they just remind me of like uh, like a wild like bunch of monkeys. 
Like they're all just kind of like, <laughs> like the way they're kind of like, uh, it's just weird, man. It's just weird. That's, that's the most offensive thing anybody has said tonight. <laughs> Are you saying that Nagus reminds you of monkeys? No. I said the Ferengi. No. Dennis. They just, they all act like the monkeys in, uh, in Wizard of Oz. Next thing you know, well, he's no, going to start was... calling Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody, everybody knows what that means. They're, they're very polite. Do you know what? Because the Mike and Bob show told everybody. Like, you know what yes. that means? <laughs> About black people. Like, we just went out and said it one day. We were just feeling bold. <laughs> You know what? When you hear that, they're talking about you, black people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not cool. No, they don't want you in their bar. Yep, we don't want any Canadians around here. And what's bad, though, is that when I first moved here, I noticed that there were a lot of uh, Quebecis or Quebecers. People, Canadians from Quebec. Mm-hmm. Coming back. It's Quebec. Quebec. Uh, I've got two years of French one that oh, says two it's years of <laughs> <laughs> French one. Wait, does that mean you repeated French one? Very good at French one. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much I took it again. Yeah. Hey, they just said you needed two language credits, so <laughs> I figured, hey, this worked. Excuse me, teacher, but, I don't see the chapter on kissing in here. <laughs> the French kissing part. Where is the chapter on fries? I don't see that. So when I got here, I would bitch a lot about and loudly about all the fucking Canadians. Not you. I wouldn't believe that. No. And so you go to the beach and there's Canadians taking up all the parking spots and there's Canadians everywhere. And you're saying someone offered you a job to general manage a nightclub down at the front. (laughs) And no. And so I had no clue. So years later, when I'm like to be on the hotel commission, sir. Do you have a problem with plain white t-shirts? <laughs> I know the Chamber of Commerce has some openings. <laughs> I almost got a seat on the city council because of this. I don't know. It's like what, Mayor? No, Myra, calm down. You can do it. <laughs> but uh, no, that was um, until you know Bob explained the difference and and what the the code. And it's just like, oh, it's not even that creative. I mean, it's not like you see. Well, a yeah, bunch but of I was complaining about donkey jerseys. I was complaining about actual like Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, but I sounded more racist than I actually am, and that, that you know, it's like everybody at the bars ordering labats. Oh, I really like labats, eh? I do like labats. That's really good. Blue. Oh, hey, blue. oh barkeep, can you put on TSN for me? I prefer most nice. I gotta gotta see if the the Raptors won tonight, eh? Do y'all rice for the Canadian uh, national anthem? So yeah, so uh, lo and behold, uh, the Grand Nagus has his big plan, and he's like, "Look, we're gonna go into the." Uh, gamma Quadrant, and we're going to be Ferengi there. Nobody's going to know, but I'm too old to do it, so I'm going to make Quark. Yeah. The Quark. Grand Nagus. And he's like, whoa. And I get the head Nagus and, in charge? And, and he's the man. Yeah. The bats. <laughs> yes, son. Yeah, dude, that's that's official right there. That's my shit. <laughs> I love that shit. The bats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so lo and behold, Quark's the man. Yeah, so Quark becomes the, uh, you know. The H-N-I-C. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
he's uh he's like uh, okay segue so i had a guy fill out an application that i had to read i have to read about 300 applications a week give or take from people applying for different locations and somebody put that as their previous job title <laughs> they were red negatives <laughs> no the the uh hnic yeah i know <laughs> but, but i didn't know what it was and <laughs> And I actually, like, when I called them on the interview, to do a phone interview, I asked them if they could tell me more about that position. Because <laughs> I had no idea. And then the guy laughed at me, and I'm like, well, I don't understand. Like, I'm so confused. And then when he explained it to me, I was like, oh, okay. You put bonus points for creativity on that put, one? Yeah. You put this on an application. <laughs> we have a guy at work that has it on his business card because he can corporate that it was head network installation coordinator (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah but i didn't know what it was until the guy had to explain i mean this happened recently like in the last month or so Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i need to listen to more dork trick uh but anyway so yeah uh, quirk becomes the uh the grand niggas and everybody gets all freaked out it's too uh, it's just too close like it's too close (laughs) somebody's gonna slip and then we're going to have, this is going to be the lost episode of Dork Trek that's never going to get let out into the world. Like, the sheriff is Nagus. What happened to episode 199? Well, it's a really funny thing. Uh, we were reviewing the episode and Jenny just kept saying the N-word over and over. It was an accident. It was an accident. That's the weird part. Like, she didn't mean it. She just kept saying it. And like, Jenny, please. And she's like, what? It's the name of the show. Well, what you do is you pick one person from the episode tonight. And every time they say Nagus... You bleep it. Everybody else says Nagus, it's fine. But when, yeah. like either me or Anton or you know Jenny, what about Dennis? If I say it, it's all right. It's a, it's not the same. It's so like I said at the start of the show. Thank God Dennis is here because there were so many jokes I wanted to make, and I can't think of if he's not on the show. I'd be uncomfortable without having to look over your shoulders. Uh, right, the, as long as you're in front of me, so, I know the Nagus walks in the room. <laughs> but the weird part is like. You feel comfortable making the joke with Dennis here? Well, because he'll say, dude, too f- yeah, I can judge by his face when he's like pissed off. I'm like, whoa, might have taken it too far. <laughs> well, shouldn't you just not take it to begin with? I can't worry about offending everybody. If you're debating, like, hmm, you know, why does Dennis have to be your barometer of offense? I should have worn my powdered wig and my uh, black robes. <laughs> Jokes you know, that's not funny because... Here come the judge. Here come the judge. I haven't got my tickets to Hamilton yet, and so I'd be really pissed off to see you with a white powdered wig. And just like... Now, is that about Anthony Hamilton, the R&B singer? Because that would be hot. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke for me and Dennis. Yeah, that, that was four people got that one. <laughs> He was great. Chappelle show sometime. He was great on Chappelle show. He was great on season one of Chappelle show. Yeah. We need like a joke barometer that Dennis will adjust to show how many people probably get the obscure joke. Like there are certain Venn diagrams that overlap and how many people actually get the jokes that we make. So you're saying we need like a money ball for the podcast. Like that style. (laughs) That's if you will. We need some uh, analytics. Nagus <laughs> metrics. Some metrics and analytics. Some, yeah. some metrics. <laughs> to be more inclusive. Yeah. 
So uh, we cut back to uh, Cisco and Jake, right? Cisco and Jake are uh, sitting. You didn't get into midnight last night, sucker. And Jake is eating oatmeal, which I thought was really weird. And like, how? But the thing is, like, how do you tell what time it is? On it's like Vegas. There's no clocks around. Like you're just like you're in the D. You're in space. It's all it's fake midnight. Yeah, it's like what does it matter? Well, yeah, but it's still midnight. I mean, you know, you've got to have some kind of schedule that you're on. And I don't know if they've established it yet, but uh, Bajor works on a 26-hour day. So it's only so what? It's 13. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing is if it's a, if it's a 26-hour day, yeah. So it would be you know it, midnight is actually like two hours later than it should have been. So. But then, but your body wouldn't care because you're used to running on a 13-hour, I mean, a 26-hour day, so it would still be midnight. It would still yeah, be half. Is one, is one uh, uh, Bajoran hour equivalent to one Earth hour, or is it like, you know, a fraction mm. of it? Smart. So like 26 ben? Bajoran ben? hours mm? 24 Earth hours. Mm? What's the ben? Mm? ben, get on no, it. It's, it's, calm down. I'm just saying, where are you at? <laughs> I, I'm trying to answer, but apparently I, I'm getting cut off. If you want the answer to it, you can come to Tidewater Comic Con this uh, weekend, <laughs> and I'll be uh, moderating a uh, Star Trek panel. That's the first question I'm asking. Sunday afternoon. So, Ben, is a Bajoran hour and an Earth hour the same amount of minutes, or is there some kind of differential in the clock of Bajor as opposed to the clock of Earth? Let me give you a preview. Hey, let me ask you a question, another follow-up, Ben. Is the 24th century 60-minute time period still the same length as a 21st century 60-minute time period? Yes. Or has Considering the, the expansion of the universe... Has the time extended at all because of the expansion of the universe? And I had a follow-up question. If I <laughs> <laughs> no, and on Sunday my answer is going to be: Well, you can find out the answer on the next exciting episode of Dork Trek. Be sure to check it out on iTunes uh, and on the web. God, those poor people! Like, what would they walk into? <laughs> what did those four people walk into? I've never been so offended before in all my life. I'm op- my Star Trek panel is actually opposite the Clerks panel. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, okay, four <laughs> no people pressure. showed up and like, all right. How many right. people honestly remember clerks? So, Jenny, which one are you going to? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be at the table making yeah. money. Somebody has to work at our table during the weekends. Okay. Is there a poll? Do you need me to dance? <laughs> I would love to watch the Ben. Dennis, what are you watching? You're very emotional. Met game's over, no. buddy. No. What's wrong? Nothing. You just you just kind of threw yourself back in like a oh, aggravation. Yeah, just the um, I'm, I'm aggravated that, that I won't be able to go to Tidewater Comic Con this weekend. Yeah. Oh, why? Oh. Well, why? he he was able to skate out of it tonight, <laughs> but I mean, you know what? Free pass. Never you know what, Dennis? Well, the Tidewater Comic Con could come to you. <gasps> <laughs> Well, I'll put on costumes. Come to your house. Hey, I've got a pool, man. It'll be the it'll be the most poolest Tidewater Comic Con yet. You've got a hood, a hood pool. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I'll come over and hang out if if I can see the baby. (laughs) (laughs) You got to wear a mask though and gloves. Yeah. Like, do you remember that scene in E.T.? <laughs> that's what you have to dress like. Don't, don't bring that up, man. That's my, that's my one thing. I hate E.T. It scares the hell out of me. I haven't seen it in such a long time. 
I haven't seen it in such a long time. I'm not sure if I remember most of it. I, I always think I'm over it and I try to put it out of my head and then I'll like be randomly somewhere and there'll be like a stuffed ET at like a Target or some like, yeah, talking about Where it. are you when you're seeing stuffed ETs? Like, do you have a time machine? Is it 1985? <laughs> You'll randomly be out and about? I don't know, man. But it like, is, it, I haven't seen a stuffed ET toy since I was probably man. like seven you'll be walking through this you know you're you're i don't know like town center newport does newport news have a town center what's up hg wells <laughs> you're, you're in whatever town center or whatever and on the speaker neil diamond starts playing and it's like ah flashback morty man that shit i don't know why it just turn on it, your heart light and you're like oh jesus where's the delorean mm-mm, i'm not good with it the clock tower <laughs> you see it, it's funny with you shaking your head no right because we've been watching a lot of Flash lately, your camera can't keep up with it, so your your face blurs like on Flash. <laughs> Maybe I've got the speed force, man. Maybe the crutches and the wheelchair is all the disguise. I'm actually I saw first season alive. <laughs> You're Will Zobard. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna watch that show. It's not a cosplay. That shit's based on me. The <laughs> so reverse anyway. Anton. Yeah, the reverse Anton. <laughs> So anyway, so you got these uh, fucking kids doing dumb shit, (laughs) staying out out all night, smoking their reefer, listening to their rock candles. So so yeah, um, hold on. on. But he's he's teaching Nog to read, bruh. Yeah, but that doesn't get revealed until the end, sir. You just spoiled the episode. It was very touching, though. It was. It was. He was teaching him to read. I love how... The point of the B story, yeah. That's a really good I, B story. I agree. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, Cisco's going in there like he's going to bust him. You know, what is this damn Ferengi kid getting my good boy? Stop in? sucking his Ferengi dick. <laughs> Stop rubbing his ears. <laughs> Do you think that's really what he thought was going on? Because I kind of got that vibe. Like, maybe yeah. he was a little worried. He's afraid that his son was going queer? Well, he heard all the laughter, and he didn't really know exactly what was going on. <laughs> Your butterfly kisses feel so nice on my stomach. <laughs> on my hairless black stomach it's so hot <laughs> come on jake lick my lobes <laughs> <laughs> i totally would right now dennis <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> so we jump back from uh jake uh talking to cisco to a uh, to uh to cork walking down the promenade in a big purple coat with a golden cane which is fantastic one of my favorite visuals um and then there's this uh this crazy like kind of rat-faced frangie he shows up and he's like hey man i'm gonna protect you yeah the, good the, friend. and i will say this the weird part about it is like quark is one of the better looking ferengi men yeah, That's yeah. Something. like he's the george clooney of ferengi and he's like a four. Yeah. <laughs> i mean the one guy the old dude who was the original grand uh negus looked like uh my balls <laughs> He was a uh, real weird looking. <laughs> he's got the saggy lobes and everything. Yeah, like he's yeah. really weird looking. He's like a uh, yeah. a four year old chew toy. You like take like a four year old chew toy, a raisin, and my balls, and put them on together, and that's what he. <laughs> yes. And then you have the great awesome all green. Yes, yes. And then you add some add wrinkles. Yes, and then more balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then a curtain, and then you need a curtain, and then you're good. 
I know my Halloween costume. So like take a a 40-year-old chew toy, raisins, my balls, add more wrinkles and curtains, and voila. When they were doing his makeup, uh, Brandon Vega kept going in there and going, "Ah, not balls enough. You need more balls in there. Make it look like this. (laughs) (laughs) I need to take a picture. You need to see the real thing. All right. So Court gets a Court more gets balls, a, more balls, more balls. Court gets all uh, all spooked out because he's like, "Oh man, they're gonna try to kill me!" So he runs to uh, the old Grand Nagus. That's what he's happens, like, man. Mo money, mo problems. <laughs> and the old Grand Nagus is like, "Don't call me Nagus. Call me Zach. That's my name. I'm gonna go retire at Riza. I'm gonna you. I'm gonna go master. I'm gonna go masturbate myself to death." In- <laughs> In your all the sweet. That's what happens to Zach Efron in the future. <laughs> yes, comes a Ferengi naked. Yes, pretty much. Who oh. masturbates himself to death? And then, uh, and then the Nagus dies right in front of Cork. And Cork is like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" Um, and then they have like a little bit of a funeral, and Odo shows up, and Odo's like, "Hey man, uh, you know I'm gonna somebody died on my station. I'm gonna investigate." And the Ferengi are like, ha, 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 you're not going to investigate shit because when a Ferengi dies, we, we, we vacuum seal them yeah. and turn them into collectibles. <laughs> we'll buy the collectibles. Now, was this like a, a slam on, you know, us buying Star Trek collectibles in the early 90s? I, now, is this, I would say this is more of a Star Wars knock right because i mean like they, the merchandising yeah the merchandising yeah i was gonna actually say that um I, I, it feels that way it really really does yeah because okay. i mean they merchandise everything over there yeah if you were an extra in the background on like two seconds of film in you have the a star toy. wars franchise there's a toy of you now isn't that you now have to get both weak ways <laughs> yeah. can't just have one weak way i've yeah. got yak man Oh, yak man. Now, now, isn't that how a homeboy made all of his money from the films, Obi-Wan, because he didn't sell his likeness or whatever? Well, I thought it was because he took points. Like, they couldn't afford to pay his regular salary. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, all right, so just give me, you know, X percent after. And, I'm you know, George and everybody was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll give you points on the back end. <laughs> this movie's not going to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got an Oscar winner for cheese. Ben froze. Look at him. Oh, yeah. He froze hard and in a really funny face, too. Dennis is, is Dennis frozen? Or is he faking it? I can't tell. No, nah, he's frozen. Dude, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just keep talking. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, so they sold the, the dead Ferengi uh, old Nagus as a prize collectible, which is fucking crazy. And, uh, and that's, Oda- that's who I want to go out. Oh, I, I, you know, I don't know. Now, now he's gone. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> he just disappeared. He was frozen and now he's gone and Jenny's eyes are closed. That's crazy. <laughs> this is really weird. It's like watching like stop motion animation or something. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis is gone. Oh. Dennis, Dennis is gone. Oh, wait. Now, now, now Ben's back. <laughs> and Jenny's moving again. It was so weird, Ben. Like you oh. went, you went from making a weird face to being completely off screen to back, just sitting there. Like no. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. And, and Dennis was just like, <laughs> and Dennis just. At first, I thought Dennis was just trying to be still because he's really good at being frozen. So it took me a second. I was like, is Dennis pretending? 
Yeah, Dennis, we need you to put a, a clock in the background so that we can watch the, the hands move. Dennis is the alligator of like internet chats because he could just stay perfectly still, just his nostrils move. <laughs> Got to watch his nostrils. He's going to bite me. The only time he moves is if you throw a dead chicken at him. He's like, oh, you racist motherfucker. What? That's what you, how you feed alligators. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can't, is he frozen? I can't tell. I can't. Uh, <laughs> it's like these sight gags. That's the best part of Dark Trek. I mean, it really, it's nobody really, else can see him. He's a surprise. I mean, you can imagine that Dennis is just not moving, and we're yeah. trying to guess if he's frozen or not. I mean, has, it, has his internet gone out? Let's find out. This is going to be like the, uh, what was it, the ventriloquist act that was the number one radio show in America? <laughs> I'm a great ventriloquist on the radio. <laughs> Can't even see my lips move. Nope. Ben, what are you doing? You're fixing, your, fixing your bra or something? <laughs> yes. I'm taking it off. Man's ear. That's a, that's a bro, dude. That's a bro. No, it's my shoulder strap. I have a, a shoulder strap injury. Strap on. So let me ask you a question. Are you wearing a uniform during your panel, Ben? I haven't decided yet. I was thinking about actually I'm going because I'm for part of the weekend at least I'm wearing the Colchak gear. So I, I might <laughs> actually right. do the I, I'll have the seersucker on. I'll be in front of the thing. They'll come in and I'll be like, all right, everybody, welcome to the Colchak panel. Let's yeah, woo. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, only people who listen to this episode will know okay. the joke. All right. Yeah. I've got to watch this show that you're you're obsessed with it. Like, when did this happen? Man, it's really a good show, man. I've it's, seen it a couple hundred times. There's not that many episodes. Either. Let me ask Jenny. Jenny, when did this happen? Um, about two months ago. Yeah. And, and I think you spent like 50% of every waking hour <laughs> every day. I've... I've started getting the uh, short story collections. He's editing the wiki. I yeah, I'm a big computer oh, uh, Kolchak wiki. Um, <laughs> a lot of corrections were made very quickly. Uh, Help me! Now, have you seen the reboot yet? No wonder why yes, Jenny looks I, so sad. <laughs> I gotta look this up. She's so she's just encourage him. I'm just, it's just <laughs> interesting. I have I seen? I actually. Nice, I have it too. Yeah, and I thought, I, I, th I thought the Night Stalker was that guy in California that killed a bunch of people. That too. This is different. Okay, yeah. so this isn't a show about him. No, no. Night yeah. Stalker came first. Which well, one? Oh, yeah, this is a Night Stranger, right? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Hmm? What? Too many people were talking at one time. Dennis, go. Dennis, go. I was saying that's the guy who played Billy Madison's dad. Yes. Really? Yeah. He's also the old man in Christmas Story. So how do you go from playing uh, this Kolchak guy to Billy Madison's dad? Like, how does that? Uh, 30 years in between. All right. Okay. All right. The thing I found out tonight is that Kolchak Which... premiered September 13th, 1974. It was okay. Friday the 13th. Rockford Files. I love that show. That's great. Premiered seven... Uh, uh, September thirteenth, uh, nineteen seventy four. At the same time, they were uh, Kolchak's ABC, and uh, Rockford Files was NBC. Drop the mic, yo. Guess what? Though at the exact same moment, 
was premiering on CBS. What's if you what? guessed the Planet of the Apes, you would be correct. Weird. Yeah, I would. It was I, the biggest night in TV history for me. I've never seen the Planet of the Apes TV show. I've heard it's okay. Mark Leonard was in it. Is um, uh, I love Rockford Files. Yes. That's a great I show. Yeah. I was actually watching that just before I uh, came over here. That's James Gardner at his finest. Yep. I think. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because the episode tonight, the first episode of Rock for Fires has... Look at Jenny. Jenny hates her life so much. She's just like, God, I just hope I die. Like, please. Jamie Summers is the guest star. Maybe this picture frame will fall off the wall and hit me in the head and put me out of my misery. Maybe the ceiling fan will come loose from the wall chop my head off. <laughs> ben wouldn't even notice if you watch a fucking call. Oh, in this episode of oh, that happened. Well, the lady... Jenny, Jenny, look, Jenny, why is your shirt all red and wet? What's happening to you? I'm not going to turn around because I can't take my eyes off the TV screen. That Jenny. would never happen to Coljack. Actually, the paranormal and, and mysterious things always happen, so... But You're the like lady who's the bad guy on Rockford Files in his first telemovie mm-hmm. was actually uh, on Kolchak's uh, Werewolf episode. Uh, I got Werewolf episode. Oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> weird yeah, it, was, it was the weird wolf. The weird wolf. But I get it, though. I get it, though, because I the feel this, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel this way about Columbo. Like, I love Columbo. Yeah. The, the only thing stopping me from, like, live tweeting Columbo is the fact that I don't want to lose to it. <laughs> It was like by the handful at the time. I love, I love Columbo. I think it's one of the best TV shows in the whole world. Like I can just watch it just to watch Peter Falk's hair. Cause it's like a character in the show. Like it's just like, <laughs> I'm watching one and there's like a stolen painting or something. And somebody was trying to set up this lady yes. for, for murder and whatever. And they're like, well, we found your fingerprints on the paintings. And they're like, oh, well, you must have touched it. I mean, you know, when you came in and you must have touched it just now. And he pulls his hands out of the pockets and he's got gloves on. Yeah. Oh. I love that. Show. Show's, the, show's the best. I love Columbo. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to watch this cold check. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Right, I'm going to check it out. The Night Stalker. Not about, yeah. the, not about the guy that murdered a bunch of people in California because, right. because of the ACDC song. Now the first, the two yeah. movies, the TV movies, are on YouTube. Like the whole movie. I got to get through an episode before I'm going to go look it on YouTube. Yeah. You know what? I'll give it. I'll nice give it ten episodes before I watch the rest of the series. Yeah. I'll give it like three and a half. You need to watch then the movie first because the Night Stalker movie was actually when it premiered. Look at Jenny's face. It took a thirty. <laughs> it had a thirty-three point two rating and a fifty-four share, which means that fifty-four percent of the televisions that were on. The people At fell night. asleep in front of them. In- January 11th, 1972, 54% of the televisions that were on in the United States of America were watching Kolchak. You're like fucking yeah, when There was a, a massive gas leak in New York City. <laughs> of course, people passed out. You're like Rain Man, dude. It's amazing. Like he- when, I, when I get interested in something, I know. Trek, Doctor Who, what have you. Penis. It's all in. <laughs> <laughs> all, oh. in, all in. <laughs> now, when are you going to start the cold check uh, podcast? You know, it's going to be tough because there's only the two movies, the 20 episodes, and then the 10 episodes of the reboot. So probably six months. I got. I mean, you could do that. There was like a limited run if you wanted. I mean, yeah. just, I mean, I don't see who would listen to it because you sound like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's it's well, it's it's it, no. Don't take offense because it's it might not, be it might be fascinating. Like the first you know few episodes of Torres versus Zombies. You know, yeah. like seeing the mental breakdown of Ben McCormick. <laughs> because you know, like, okay, so. Ben, if you do this, Ben, I get to be Gordy Spangler, and I will record. The- <laughs> Fair enough. That, that works. Also. <laughs> Because the the thing has been, it's not it's not right. It's not the content. It's it's the the uh, manic way you're talking about it that makes it crazy. Like you're just like like you've got all like you're a lawyer, like you're an old southern lawyer, and you've got like stacks of ev- like. He's just happy that somebody's actually Which listening to him because talk about cold checks. When you talk about old southern lawyers, and to tie into Star Trek in the Night Stalker movie, when he's in Las Vegas. Um, one of his sources is actually uh, Kirk's lawyer from the court martial episode. Same actor. Interesting. Yeah. Jenny's killing me right now. <laughs> it is. I, imagine, I imagine your room, Ben, is just like a list of actors and names and strings that go along the wall. How it all you like the question for Kolchak. <laughs> it, uh, it all connects, man. You're it Claude Akins was in the movie. Okay. Who was, he was also in the, he was the sheriff, uh, sheriff butcher in Las Vegas. And then he was also one of the apes on planet of the apes. It all comes together. They premiered the same night. It, I'm telling you, man, you're going to make a great, crazy old man. Like it's going to be so awesome. Yeah. Gonna. <laughs> I can't wait till you're in like an institution. And it's just, it's just like you in a straight jacket in the padded room and Nicole chick and Nicole chick. And the, and the greatest I give him like three months. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said, I, you know, I could get out of probably anything with the uh, insanity defense. I've just be Like he froze. He, he broke, broke the internet. He broke, broke the, the internet. internet. I'm so excited. Man, the internet. <laughs> the internet was like, this is too nuts for me. <laughs> I, I got to stop. <sighs> I'm getting comfortable. Hold on. All right. So, uh, so let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there's a series of unfortunate events where Cork, uh, they essentially are trying to kill Cork, uh, and we find out that it's actually his brother who's trying to kill him. Whoa! Whoa. That's the big reveal. Um, but it's good. It's it's surprising because normally yeah. he doesn't have that kind of st- backbone, some stones, if you will. So or you didn't have the lobes for it. Yeah, you didn't have the lobes. <clears throat> and it's Cork. Uh, it's Cork's it's brother, and it's the son of the old Nagus. And then we, uh, there's a scene uh, right before um, Cisco finds out that the reason that Jake has been gone every night is because he's been tutoring. Um, yes, he's been uh, teaching him. To, he's been teaching him to read and love. Yep. Yeah. And Dax Cisco left too early. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Now I take off my shirt for you. Nog. You look at like what kind of book they were actually looking at. Right. It's actually yes. Playgirl. And this is. From Billy Madison, where if he guesses what year the Spanish Armada was, then Chris probably takes off his shirt. Yeah, I take my shirt off. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. There's uh, when when Cisco leaves Dax in their apartment, uh, Dax just eats their dinner. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah she's got it. She's eating for two. <laughs> That's true. She is. So we find out that the Grand Nagus is actually not dead. Um, he's not dead. He's been trying to see if his son actually had the uh, the lobes to be Nagus, and the whole plan was that the son would take over Cork's bar while Cork was the grand act, acting as the Grand Nagus. Um, but you know his son didn't do a good job, so the Grand Nagus is back being the Grand Nagus. 
And uh, we get a touching moment between Jake and Cisco. Yeah. And uh, he's like, go have fun with your friends. Uh, You're great. But they, they, there's this really hot uh, Vulcan chick that walks by the boys. And the boys are like watching her. And uh, I thought that was like a really interesting kind of scene that they winged in there that didn't really have a lot of play. Yeah. Vulcans ate my homework. I don't, I don't really know how that guy kind by, of... You need her homework. Yeah. yeah. And by homework, you mean asshole. Yeah. <laughs> would, that, would that be an outer rim job? Is that, is that how that works? <laughs> now, are, are Vulcan vaginas pointed like their... Uh, their ears? Their ears. I imagine so. Okay. I thought they were horizontal, like sideways. They're smile. They're like smiles. No, no, I read that. A source, dude. Ben... Have you ever heard this? No. It was on Reddit. Well, I mean, that doesn't count for any. Sideways vaginas on Reddit or <laughs> Vulcans. Yeah. Look at Ben. Ben's offended. Well, be f- How dare you, sir? I'll let this multiple Klingon penis thing go. <laughs> but, but sideways. How dare you be Vulcan vaginas. Vulcan vagina. I, vertical Vulcan vaginas will not stand. <laughs> the, the triple V's, baby. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen one. I have no idea. A vertical Vulcan vagina. <laughs> All right. They're, um, not, they're not horizontal. They're vertical. They're so, so let's review the episode. Kolchek, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I, th- I enjoyed this one. You know, it had some touching moments. The, the twist of, uh, you know, Rom being the, the, one of the assassins, like plotting, like hardcore plotting. Uh, it, you know, it was enough of a surprise. It was well played. Um, I got to say Nagus like 15 times through the episode. It's like your youth. Yeah. So I, I won out of uh, nine DSs, I would give it a seven. Yeah. Wow. It was refreshing to have a good episode after the last uh, mm-hmm. two or three. Jenny, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, you know, I like the kind of Godfather sort of aspect to it. Um, and I liked Vizzini as a Ferengi. But um, to be honest, like, the Ferengi kind of really creep me out. <laughs> like, they're they're really, really skeevy. And having too many of them in one show is just a little bit too much for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to give it, like, a six. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Dennis? Yeah, I think it's a it's a six. They didn't really take themselves too seriously when they made this episode. So I think that's a good thing sometimes. Okay. I'm going to also agree with Ben. I'm going to say a seven. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I may even say this is one of the highlights of season one. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it. It was kind of silly and fun and really kind of perverted. Like this is an episode where we don't have to go really far to get to pervert town. Cause I mean like it's the next, it's the next block. Like just want to make a left and you're right there. Cause this old guy's skeeting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to say seven. Uh, Anton. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with seven too. Cause I love the Frankie. They, they creep me out. And I like being creeped out. So. All right, there you go. And and it's cool because we find out that Quark is one of the better-looking Ferengi men. Sadly. We also learn a little bit more about their culture with the whole, like, uh, we, we dry out the corpse real quick and sell the body off yeah. as collectible memorabilia. It's and just our, nice to get some more. And, and our leader's name kind of sounds like a racial 
right. Like the worst one you can imagine. So that's really fun. Now, will we see any more of the grand uh, N-word? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Lots more. That's cool. That's cool. That's nice to know. Uh, but, yeah, this is a great episode. Dennis, you look exhausted. Jenny's just fucking bored because she hates Ben. Uh, <laughs> it's not just him. It's like my life in general. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's cool. Damn. No wonder why Ben wants to watch this TV show so much. <laughs> Captain Happy Ass over there. <laughs> fucking hate my life. I hate it. So Ben's got to escape in some 70s TV show about a newspaper reporter. Yeah. So you guys got a good thing going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dennis, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. Yes, congratulations. It's a, it's a one, having a daughter is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very fun. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see you at Tidewater Comic Con. I'm gonna go maybe watch an episode of the show that Dennis or Ben's talking about so much. First episode's The Ripper. The Ripper. I'm gonna go rip some farts. (laughs) Is his name Jack? No, it's just about a guy who farts a lot. Uh, (laughs) You'll never catch me. <laughs> You'll never catch me, whatever your name is, Kolchek. <laughs> I'm gonna crop dust you, you see? <laughs> oh, silent but deadly. SPD. Watch out, Kolchek. <laughs> Don't go too far into this. Like, the, I think the fourth episode is called The Vampire, uh-huh. and it makes references back to the TV movie that was kind of like the pilot for it. Okay. Because, you know, because. <laughs> If I have any questions, Ben, I'll be sure to ask you when I see you this weekend at the right. Comic Con. I'll be the guy wearing seersucker and a straw hat. Uh, Creeping out young girls. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like 85 degrees and balmy. No, no, it's going to be like 70. I checked over. Oh, okay, cool. Like, gotta, that, that's why you wear seersucker, though. Well, seersucker ben. was designed to be worn in warm weather without air conditioning. Well, Ben, uh, if you see a guy in a white shirt, a black sweater, and a pink ascot, you know you come to the right place. <laughs> I, just, I still think you should go with the, the bell-bottom blue jeans with the uh, the white shirt and the ascot. And yeah, I'm red. No, the, they recon Fred. It's not an ascot anymore. Like for the... For the uh, apocalypse uh, book now, he's just wearing like a neck a neckerchief. It's not a a bandana. If you it's will. like a yeah yeah yeah. Because I remember there was something where he looked like a seventies porn star sometime yeah. in the eighties, where they redid the thing, so it was yeah. just a little neckerchief thing. Where he looked like Mister Furley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Dennis, how many people got that joke? Uh, I, I think that was uh, you know what Three's Company. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Roper, is in the, Mr. Roper is in The Graduate. Look it up. It's great. So, there you go. We're very old with our joke. It's funny because we use this technology that's pretty new, I guess. Podcasting is still somewhat new. Mm-hmm. And we, use, we just throw as many old man references <laughs> in as possible. We spent a good 20, 30 minutes talking about something from the 70s. No, 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 no. You did. We were, <laughs> just, we were just aboard the crazy plane. <laughs> Landing at Kochek Airport or wherever the hell it's called. Yeah, it's in you Chicago. We assumed the crash position while you were talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kissing our, thinking of our loved ones and hoping they have healthy and fruitful lives in our absence. I'm Lamshaba. I'm Lamshaba. I'm Lamshaba. Were you saying algebra? Yes. Okay. 
No math on planes. Ooh, especially from you Asians. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. So you guys have a wonderful Bye. day. And hopefully we'll see you at Tidewater Comic. Bye. Dennis, congratulations. Thank you.